0: good morning everybody today's daf is babakam and daf Samach gimel we are holding on daf Samach based on 10 lines from the end of the page at the two dots shemidas tashlumei kefel no the first words on line are a ton of a today's daf today's shiir is sponsored by dr david lander and honor his wife and children and and leading lishmas his mother also by daniel sadian for the success of Kali yisrael in these times for our soldiers and our captives, who we doggone for every day, they should return safely. Also, by Simeon Moshe Kleinmuliz for Shleima. for Rafal Moshe Melech Ben Bashi Shrav Rafoch we thank all the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. There are essentially two topics on today's daft. There's Zamat Aleph and there's Ahmed Bez. Topic uh, number one, which starts over here, 10 lines from the end of the page, is deriving which items one pays kefel for from a, a drasha in the Torah. And the drasha is either a klaloprat or riboy Miyut riboy. And the Gemara is going to spell out. How it could be derived from a clout of Prado why maybe that doesn't work, and we have to instead use the principle of Reboy, to darshan out uh, what we pay keful for and what we don't pay keful for. And then on the top of Ahmed Bey's, we're going to start discussing when does a towing Tainas Ganav pay fell and when does a towing Tainas Ganav not pay Keifel meaning if a person uh, uh, was a Shomer on an item and then he claimed it was stolen and it turns out that it was not stolen from him he's the one that stole it so when does he pay Keifel when does he not pay Keifel what if he was a Shomer aveda and not a, uh, not a Shomer Chinam on an item that, uh, that was given to him as a pikadon? what if he was towing Tainas avad as opposed to towing Tainas Ganav so we're going to start the uh, limudim on that. that will that, And that's a sugi that goes into tomorrow's daf already. So a lot of drashos in, uh, in today's daf. A lot of uh, technical limudim. So says the uh, Gemara, The Mishnah said, <laughs> We said that you pay kefel on davrashish barua and on davrashayin barua Whether it's something that's alive or something that's not alive. So says the Gemara, How do I know that kefel is knowing on everything? Because remember, what the Mishnah did was a contrasted ke- on the one hand, to Dalad Vehey on the other hand. That whereas Kefal applies to just about anything that you steal, Dalad Vehey is only on certain types of animals that you steal. So it says that you steal and then shachter sell. So how do I know that kephel is so universally applied that anything that you steal you're going to end up paying kafel for? The Torah because of the B'raith and Darshins the P'sukim in the Torah that relate to tashlume Kephel. Posuk says Al-Khol Pesha so that's Kalal that seems to include anything in tashlume Kephel but then it starts getting specific and it says Al-Shar Al-Chamor Al-Sev Al-Salma so that's Prat those are very specific items uh, what you pay kephel for and then it says so you see that you pay careful on anything and everything so how do we darshan that Klalu this is a situation of the Torah starting with the generality getting into specifics and then returning to generalities and the rule is therefore what we include in this category are only things that are similar to the uh, specific examples that we gave what do the specifics that we the examples that we gave that the Torah gave have in common with each other they are movable items and they are inherently valuable so therefore Alfkal will anything that's, uh, that's a movable object and is inherently valuable if you steal it, you're going to pay kafel. so what doesn't fit the category? Yatu karka karka, ushe'en, and metaltelen we therefore exclude karka because it's not metaltalin. so when you steal karka, you're not going to pay kafel for karka the Tulsus points out, what do you mean steal karka? meaning because it's not metaltel you can't steal it because it's always there so it can happen, Tulsus points out either by being masagvul you move a fence over a little bit, or uh, you steal from that which is mukhubra lakarka, which is dino karka. There's produce growing in the land, and you go and you harvest it all and take it home with you. So even though you were metaltal back home, but initially it was karka. So karka is something that inherently is, uh, is not metaltal, and therefore that would be uh, not subject to tashlume Kefel. Yatsu Avadim, and it also excludes Avadim, shuhukshu l'karkoz, because Avadim have the same din as Karka, so just like a person is not of kefel for stealing Karka, you're also not of kefel for stealing Avadim. And also, Yatsu Shtaros, shaf Bisha metaltelen, e'en mamon and We're also excluding uh, Kefel, you don't pay Kefel for stealing Shtaros, because even though Shtaros are metaltalin but they're not inherently valuable. They just serve as a Raya for a pre-existing Chov. So it's not similar to all of the uh to shor Hamar, Seh, and salma that the torah said which are all inherently uh, inherently valuable so the miri says what's the Havamin? meaning what what would you be p- paying kefel of so he says uh, that you're not have to be mishalim uh of the shivoy hakas of of whatever value is written in the uh, in the star so the star says <laughs> that the person is owed a thousand dollars you're not going to pay back two thousand dollars Tosos and the Rashma raised the question, why do I need the Torah to be Mimait Shtaros from kefel If you lose, even if you destroy a Shtar, you're not even Chayiv to pay the Karen for such a thing. If you assume Garmi is Patu, you're not Chayiv at all. And even if you assume Garmi is Chayiv, the Chayiv is only Mitrabanon. So on a Daraisa level, there's no Chayiv. Even if you take someone's star that says that he's owed $1,000 and you burn the star, you tear the star, you throw the star away, you're not going to be Chayiv. So I need a Posse tell me I'm not going to pay Kefal. I, I don't even have to pay. Uh, uh, for for destroying a star. So Tulsa suggests that the Miut the, the of the Torah by Shtarus is talking about a Star uh, that, uh, that 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 is uh that, that's Kayam, where the Gandav has to return it. So Kamash that he doesn't have to pay Kefal along with it. Meaning Enochinami, if I were to destroy the star. I don't have to pay money in lieu of the Star, but so long as I have the star, if I stole it, I need to return the star. So one might have thought that when I return the Star, which has a value of a thousand dollars, I also have to write a thousand dollar check. If I had initially stolen that star, because that's the chiyuf Tashlumi keifel. So that's what the gemara is telling me. No uh, star is not gufo moment and therefore there is no keifel yatsa <laughs> hegdish And we also exclude hegdish because the pasuk says when it comes to paying kefel ki'tein ish el o lishmar that it says dafka <laughs> and hegdish is not re'eihu. <laughs> so says gemara ima Magomasa, maybe. Maybe you should only have to pay kafil if you steal a type of animal whose nevela is metame a person by either touching it or carrying it. The nevela of a shar, a hamar, or a sah are all metame a person who touches it or a person who carries it. So, <laughs> but maybe therefore, birds, if I steal a bird, I should not have to pay kefil because it does. it's not similar to the prat, it's not similar to the other examples. A nevelas oaf, uh, whether it's an oftah or whether it's an of tamei is not metamei bimaga or bimasa. It's only metamei baachila, because the pasuk says v'kol nefesh asher tochal nevelu utreifa v'tamei erev. And Chazal uh, darshin from that pasuk that it's talking about a Nevelus of tahar that's only uh, that that that, uh, that 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 that's nevelu uh, treifa. that's only also because of nevelu Trefa, and it's coming to tell me that it's mitamei baachilasal. That it's only through eating it that one becomes. T- from a nevelas oftahar, oftahar just means a kosher species of bird. So one only becomes tame from a kosher species of bird when he eats it, not when he carries it, not when he touches it. It's a special din that off is different than other behemos. So maybe when the Torah tells me that, oh, you know, when you pay kevvel, if you steal a shar, a chamor, or a seh, it's telling me. But if you steal a bird, you don't pay kevvel. So avlofos lo says more. I mean, about samer hakri, you think you think it's telling me that you don't pay kevvel and offos for It says. Salma in the Pasuk It doesn't only tell me Different types of animals It says Even if you steal clothing You pay KFL. There's no such din Of nevela by clothing So obviously Oph is going to be included So Amri Anan Bebalichayim um, Kamrinan So uh, they, they explain No no We're talking Within the category of, of animals That the Torah identifies Since it identified Animals Whose nevelas Are but B'maguhu masah other animals who so, are should not be included. In So an oaf which is not the veil is not magomasa should not be included interesting, He's, the Gemara is saying that whenever you have a prat and the, in the prat is not just one example but many examples, we don't view all of the examples as a single limud of klalu pratu klal. no, we view it as if the Torah wrote a separate klalu pratuklal for each of the limudim, uh, for each of the examples that it gave, so therefore salma, salma is separate from the animals. So from the Klaalu Prataklaal of the animals, we can learn to exclude Oath. Salma is its own category, that must be excluding other things. But uh, but it has nothing to do with the lima that uh, by by, by oath. That's how Rashi writes that we don't say that all of the pratim are made all together and, uh, and, and 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 we're only Marba and we're marba anything that that that, uh, that that shares characteristics with all of the pratim. We look at each of them individually and therefore we're only Marba things that share characteristics with each of the individual uh, pratim. tosos writes that even though we do find in a number of places in Shas where there are a number of uh, Pratim that are offered and we do not darshan each Prat on its own. Tosos in Debra Mascul Daha points out that over here it's different because it says the word Al by each Prat. So it's Dafka separating out each example, right? When the Torah uh, identifies Al-Shar, Al-Chamar, Al-Sevi, Al-Salma. So that's the Torah telling me that we should darshan each one separately. So therefore, maybe Ofos should be excluded, the Gemara is asking. And you should not have to pay kafel when you steal an oath. So says prat. If that were true, that we're only uh, going to include things that are doma to the prat entirely, uh, in that, in Neveil, let the Torah only say one prat, one meaning one prat, meaning one of the animals that the Torah listed, and I'll learn from there that any other animal that's Neveil, from the fact that the Torah wrote so many examples of animals, it must be including, all types of animals, even birds. So it's interesting that the, the Gemara is saying that the Torah wrote many more examples of animals, even though they all share that characteristic that the Nivela is magul masa to include even those whose Nivela is not metatim mag'umasa. If you really wanted to exclude anyone who's in the veil, You should have just given one example of an animal, not three examples of an animal. Sezmar should have given one example of an animal. That's not a possibility. Hey, Niktov Which one did you want it to write? I'll show you how you cannot have had a proper limut had you given just one example. Ikas, If you wanted the Torah to only write Shor, Hava, Gabi, In, Shein, Karvel, Lo, I would have thought that a Shor is brought on the so that that's, what include, that's what's included in Tashlamei Kefel but a chamar which is not Karvel Gabi Zbech uh, maybe you don't have to pay Kefel if you steal it so that's why the Torah has to say chamar to tell me even that which is not Karvel Gabi Zbech you have to pay Kefel for because and if it had only written chamar have me a Kodesh in I would say yeah that, that only animals that have Kodesh B'Bachorah like a Shar or a, or a Se are you of Kefel because it's similar to a chamar that also has Kodesh B'Bachorah no but what about an animal that does not have like a tzvi or an ayu Lo, I would assume that uh, it does not pay kephel. You don't pay kephel when you steal such an animal. So that's why the Torah had to write Shor as well. Uh, I, but Shor does have Kedush's Bechorah. How could Shor be teaching me even about an animal that doesn't have Kedush's uh, In Amenu I Indian, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, that, that's the limon of Amenu I uh, Indian. That uh, Amenu Indian, the And in this Lamed al So it's Melamed So uh, it must be that just the extra word is there to teach me that even animals that that don't have Kedushas Bechorah, you're going to be chayiv careful if you steal such an animal. So the Gemara says Amri, uh, they said that the answer to this kasha is in Cain, Nichtam Rahmanos Shar Vichamar. The Torah could have given. Two animals as examples, and I would have gotten everything I needed. Selameli. Why does it have to give that third example of a se? Shema That's where I learned to include ofos. Meaning, essentially, what we're saying is, Einachinami. Had the Torah only uh, given one or two examples of animals, uh, even though it says Salma also, but just one or two examples of animals whose nevelos are matame bimago masa, I would have said that there is no tashlume kefel an oath because an oath is nevel, is not magumasa, but once it gives me an extra example of an animal so now i use that extra example to teach me that uh, even even those animals whose novellas are not the magumasa, namely an oath are included in tashlum kefel so from chamor, i learned that which is kadosh Bikadusha's b'chorah from uh, from Shar, I learn even that which is not Kadosh, and uh, from Hamar, I learn that, that uh, even that which is not Nikravalgabe Mizbech, and then from Seh, I learn even that which is not Matame, whose Nevel is not Matame Maglumasa. And therefore, at the end of the day, we're able to derive that if you steal any animal, whether it's brought on the mezbech, not brought on the mezbech, whether it has Kadushas Bechara, doesn't have Kadushas Bechara, whether it's, uh, it's Nevel is Matame Maglumasa, Nevel is not from the fact that I have all three examples, I'm able to learn that if you steal any such animal, you're going to be chayv to pay kevvel. Says Gmar Maybe it's only coming to be marba ofos tahorim dumya de'seh because if the whole derivation of ofos is from the word se, so maybe it's got to be kosher, just like a se is kosher. Where the nevelas oftar is metame a person and even is begadim of the person, the person who's eating it at the time that he swallows it. It. But an of Tamay which doesn't have the din of tumah at all—that it's not not matame a person and is begadim at the time that he uh, that he's eating them. The it's it sounds funny. We say an of Tamay that doesn't have tumah. So we have to be mindful of the fact that this is one of the uh, funny things that you have in uh, in even in Tanakh but certainly in Shas that the that the same word. Could mean multiple different things. And the word tame means different things. The word tame in terms of of tame means a non-kosher species. Then we say that it doesn't have tumma means that it does not transmit ritual impurity. So non-kosher species is uh, the, the word tame. the word tame means non-kosher species, it also means ritual impurity. So an of tame, an oaf that's a, that's a that's a non-kosher min. <coughs> Less Butuma doesn't transmit ritual impurity, abe sabliya. Where do we know that? That only if you eat a nevela of an of tar, as you're swallowing it, even your begotten become tame, Whereas by a nevela of tame, that's not the case because the pasuk says in nevelu utrefa loyocha letama letama and the gemara in chulin davkufam beis darshins misha isuro mishum ashora baltochal nevelu utrefa alov nemar shum etame as haadam vaochal mimenu that someone that where the the iser is not to eat a nevelu or trefa where that's the iser in eating it that's where we apply this din of tuma but if you have a, a, a min that's usher to eat even if it weren't a nevelu even if it warrants. The trefa, even if it was a perfectly healthy animal that you shechted properly, it would still be usher. Why? Because it's non kosher min. So that's not included in the pasuk. That's what the Gemara darshan is not included in the pasuk of Tuma abesablia. So maybe low, well, maybe it should also not be included in paying kafel. So it says, Mar kol ribuyahu. So the way Rashi understands this line of Gemara, when we say the word kol, it says, Al kol it's not just a klaalapratuklaal, meaning enochinami. If we were darshaning a klalapratu klal over here, and the word se was meant to include that which is similar to a seh, so it would have included an tahar, but it would not have included an uftahmeh, because an uftahmeh is not sufficiently similar to a set, but, but but it's not a klalu prat. We're using a reboy, the, the the methodology of limut called, called reboy miutu reboy. So uh, whenever you have riboy miutu riboy, it's Larabo's koldaver. It's a more expansive limud, And therefore, we don't only have to include that which is similar to the prat. We include everything except for that which is most dissimilar to the prat. So says Gemara, really? Just because he use the word kol? The kol heichat ikziv kol riboyahu? Every time you use the word word call we're going to say oh that's not just a klal, that's a reboy the word call is such an expansive term that it must be a reboy is that really true throughout Kalatarath va call when it comes to meister Sheni, it, it, it uses the word call and yet when we make the drusha about general specific general we say that it's a callprat cloud we do not say that it's a reboy miut reboy how do we where do we see this by meister Sheni? to tanya the brysa uh, the brysa teaches us that if a person has meister shenny money and he wants to buy Food in Jerusalem with that Ma'aser Sheni money. V'nasata kessam b'chalashertav nafshecha. Pasuk says, buy whatever you want. So that's Klaal. That's a very general statement. But then it gives examples. B'bakaruvetzonuva yaiyuva sheicher. So prat. Those are very specific examples. And then it says, u'b'chalashertisholcha nafshecha. The chazruklal. That's a very general example again. So klal prat klal yata prat. And therefore we therefore dashin. What are you allowed to buy with your Ma'aser Sheni money in Jerusalem? Mahaprat primi Pri just like all of the examples that the Torah gave of Bakar, Tzon, yayin sheicher, they're all mipri. They're all something that, that, that come out of something else. Uh, so uh, so uh, that, that that emerge from something else. Of uh, pri is lavdafka. The I mean, points out it's anything that 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 comes out from something else, whether it's through pregnancy and uh, childbirth or, or whether it's zriya unetia. The point is that it comes out from something and and it's something that emerges from the ground or grows from the ground. Rashi points out, that emerges from the Rashi and of Yidalavan base says every behemoth is considered Gidule Karka because even though a behemoth doesn't pop out of the ground, its entire nourishment comes from eating that which grows from the ground. So it's also called Gidule Karka. So, too, anything that's Primi Pri and Gidule Karka can be purchased with Meister money. But that which is not Primi Pri, what would be something that's not Primi Pri? Water, salt. Uh, according to Rashi, um, mushrooms are not considered Primi Pri. Rashi writes, Kamein and, and pitrios are, 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 are accepted from, uh, from, from um, the ability to buy, you're not allowed to use Maestro Shania money to buy mushrooms because it's not considered premi pre. It's interesting, the Rambam in Maestro Shania says, you're not allowed to buy mushrooms with Maestro money because it's not kidula Karka. Not because it's not premi pre, it's simply not kidula Karka. It grows from the atmosphere, from the moisture of the atmosphere, not from the Karka itself. Also, interestingly, Tosis us says you are allowed to buy mushrooms with Ma'aser money. So you have three Shittos in Rishonin about mushrooms with uh, Ma'aser money. Either you can't do it because it's not Premi pri or you can't do it because it's not Kedul LeKarka, or you can. You're allowed to buy it. But anyway, so that's what it excludes. So uh, or is that, that which is not Kedul would mean like fish are not Kedul You're not allowed to buy with Ma'aser money. So if you want to go to a good fish restaurant in your while uh, with your Ma'aser money, you're not allowed to do that because it, uh, it does not fit. The klala why are we quoting all this just to show that even though the second klal used the word call, we're still dashing as a klal and yet over here when it came to paying kephel we said oh if the second klal uses the word call, that's a riboy me at riboy you're let allowed to use it as a klal klal the, the methodology changes to riboy me at riboy so answers the gemara two possible answers answer number one amri bikal klala Kol that when it says B'Kol, that's a Klal. So by Meisusheni it says B'Kol asher Tava nafshecha, U'B'Kol asher T'Sholcha nafshecha, it's Bichol. Uh, Whereas uh, So that you is a Klal, a part of a Klal. Whereas when it comes to Tashlum Kefil, it says Al-Kol Dvar Pesha, without the Beis before it. Al-Kol Avedah, so that you do a rebuy. Miy- a second answer of Yiba Kol Klalahu. That generally the word call is used as part of a call of but over here the word call is used as a reboy. Why? Why should the word call in the context of kefel be different than the word call anywhere else? Because Mechtik Siv already says at the beginning of the parsha, call We already had a call in the parsha of Tashlume Kephel. It says, Klal. When it says Kitinish, it sounds like any picadon that you give to someone to watch for you, so there's going to be a Khiv of shvuas Sashhomrim. And then it says Kassef O'Kalim. Prat. So that's dafka kesset kalim. Is the uh, shomer going to be chayiv if it gets stolen? Uh, he claims it gets stolen, uh, but not anything else. Then it says Lishmar hadar v'chalal. So there you have a klalu pratu klal. But these kadaitach hay Al dvar pesha namil klalu pratu daasa. So if you are going to tell me that Al dvar pesha is for another klalu pratu klal niktav rachmanalani pratigavehech klalu prat, why didn't we just incorporate the, 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 the pratim that we're talking about right now into the initial? Uh, the, it's uh, the, the uh, it, it, because uh, the, it mentions kephel in this parsha anyway why do I need this al so it's not that the word call is a magic word that whenever you have the word call it automatically shifts from a pra klal to rebu ribuy. no it's when you don't need, when you have the word when you have the word call after you've already had a Klaalu prato so that's upping it from a Klaalu Pratu Klaal to a Reboy Reboy. That's the limit over here. So it says, well, okay, now that you've said that Al Kuldvar Pesha is a Reboy, it's not a Klaalu Prat anymore, so Klaalani Pratilamali, why does the Torah have to identify Shor, Chamor, Seh, Salma, meaning you're going to pay careful for anything? Because whenever you have Reboy Miyat Reboy, you don't only include that which is similar to the Prat, you include everything except for that which is most distant dissimilar so why do i need <coughs> all of these examples of pratim so saysmer because each one is being something that is very dissimilar to it Ch'ad karka. One of these is coming to tell me you don't pay keifel if you steal karka. Vichad avadim. Another one to tell me that you don't pay keifel if you steal avadim. Tosus points out, I need a separate limut to tell me you don't pay keifel if you steal avadim. We just said karka, and karka is hukash, avadim are So Tosus says, yeah, but uh, nevertheless, since the pasuk says Says a Reboy, there's makam to say that the Torah is being marbe kaldavar, and therefore I need to be mimai to everything uh, in particular. The Rashma explains that uh, since karka is not metaltelis, and avadim are metaltelim, so sometimes the Torah uh, does not treat avadim like karka, meaning, yes, avadim are hukash le but it doesn't mean that avodim are karka. So uh, sometimes I need a separate limut to exclude avodim, even though I've already excluded karka. V'chad shtaros, and one of the is to <coughs> tell me that if I steal a shar, I don't pay. I, if I steal a shtar, I don't pay kevvel. V'salma and the word salma comes to exclude that I don't pay kefel on a davreshen metsuyim. What does it mean davreshen metsuyim? So the way Rashi understands something that doesn't have a clear simon on it, that a salma a salma uh, is something that is usually a very nice baguette and very mechubad and usually the bailam has a simon on it. So there's only a chiv when you have an item that has a simen. But if you steal something that's very, um, you know, uh, that, that's, that's non uh, uh, nondescript, something that's, uh, that's not so clearly uh, identifiable, then uh, you're not going to pay kafel. That's how Rashi understands. The other is say, why? why would that make a difference? Why would whether it has a simon on it or not of some make any difference in terms of paying kafel. So they say no. That's not what davreshen Musu means. Davreshen Musu means that you don't have a clear idea of its exact measurement, its exact weight, its exact dimensions. That the gemara in says in daf membez ein shabah uh, nel that a person is only chayv shavuos in a torah if he's uh, if, the, if they were toveya him on something of a specific measure, a specific weight, a specific number, and uh, the, the, but, but if if he's masartilach or something like that, uh, so then he's not going to be chay the thing is that there are three different uh, variations in Rishonim as to how to understand this idea that you're not, not going to pay kephel on something that's not mesuyam if you learn not like Rashi, right? Meaning Rashi said it means that it's not something that you can clearly identify with the simon. But if you say that it's about mida, mishka, Luminian, there are three slight variations in Rishonim as to what we're saying exactly. Tosos understands that just like you're not Nishba, and Masuyim, so too you're not going to be Chayiv Kefel Kafel and Masuyim, That if you're towing uh, that you that it was Nigna uh, Mimenu, a bias Malay or a Magura Gedola or so, a Menorah Gedola or something like that, something that's not very clearly identifiable. So uh, your potter from the Ganav is going to be Puter from Kefel. The Rashpa says differently. He says that the Puter is only by a Shomer that's towing Tainas Ganav. That since he's not chayiv HaShvua uh, in in HaShvua so something that's not so clearly uh, measured, so he's not going to be chayiv Kafeld. But if someone actually steals uh, these, it's not toing is gone, If someone just it's not a shomer who was toing is gone. If someone actually just goes and steals these items, then you're going to pay kefil, even though it's not a davr shabimishkol shabiminyan v'shabimida. The ravid and the meiri say that the meir is only uh, was not about ganev at all. It's only about a shvuah uh, by mode that uh, you're not gonna have to take a the mitzas on something that's not Bemidh Mishkal b'minyan, But you're still gonna pay Kephel on these things that are not Bemidva Mishkal b'minyan. Meaning when it says Salma Lamuthi Davashina Masuyam, it's saying Lamuthi Davavashina Masuyam from a shvua but not from Kefel So three different permutations of that. Either it means that it's to, to be mimided from Kefel whether you're a ganav or a towing tainas ganav, or it's to be mimided from Kefel only if you're a towing tainas ganav but not if you're a ganav, or it's not being mimided from Kefel at all. It's just being mimided from a Shavua. Anyway, Alkol Aveda, and then from the phrase al Alkol Aveda, we used to teach what Rabbi Rabbi Baraba teaches. if let's say a person was towing tainas ganav an Aveda, not a case where he, he was given a Pikadon. He found an Aveda, so he's supposed to guard it until he returns it. And then the balaveda comes and says, Do you have my Aveda that I lost? And he says, I did, but then it got stolen from me. And then it turns out that he was lying. He's the one that stole it. He pays Shneamar, I'll call Aveda Shayomar. The goes on to say. So the, the Pasuk is talking about a Shomer that's towing Tainas and the Edom Armeid that it's in his rishos the whole time that he's going to have to pay kephel. So that's why the Torah says, I'll call Aveda, that even by Naveda, if he's towing that it was stolen from him and Edom Armeyid that he had it the whole time, he's going to have to pay kephel. So now, once we mention that, this is our shift in the daf. We've just been discussing the Din of tashlumi Kephel and how we derive that you pay kephel, uh, which items you pay kephel for from the Sukhum themselves? Is it a khal, of khal, is it a riboy, riboy, Why would it be a riboy, riboy, All of that. Now we're going to discuss the idea of towing Tainas Ganav by a pikadon or by an Aveda. When do you pay khal, when do you not? Meaning, someone uh, gave you a pikadon to watch and they ask for it back and you say, it was stolen and it turns out you were lying. So do you pay kefel for that? So uh, the says the Gemara, hasam. The Mishnah uh, says as follows. Later on in this Masech, the Mishnah is going to tell us that if a mafkid goes to his shomer. And he says, Hechon where's the item that I gave you to watch for me? He says, Sorry, it was lost. He didn't say stolen. He says, It was lost. And the Shomer is Gneva Veda. So when he says it was lost, he's potter Then he says, I make you swear. And he says, Okay, Amen. Amen is enough for this way. Meaning, if the other guy uses Lashon by saying Amen, it's as if you took the Shavua. And then Aden testify later that he consumed it. Dafka consumed it. It could be that he still has it, but the point is that he stole it. So mshalim Karen he pays karen, but he does not pay kefil because the shomer only pays Kephel when he's towing tainas ganov. In this case, he wasn't towing tainas ganov; he was towing tainas. He was telling that it was uh, that it was Naveda. Hoda al if the Shomer is Moda on his own volition, without Aidim coming, that he's the one that took the Pikadon. So Meshalim Karen, the Chomesh Asham He pays it back, he gives an extra chomesh, and he has to bring a carbon to Asham. But if the mafkit says and instead of saying it was lost, he says Nignav, he says it was stolen, and then the guy says, and he says, Amen, I swear, Ve Edemidum shagnovo, and then edim comes. And say it wasn't stolen from you, you stole it. Mishalim Tashlum Kefel. then he's gonna pay Kafel. Hodameyatzmo, if he admits on his own without Adam coming and saying that he's the one that stole it, Mishalun Karen Bukhamash Yasham. Then he pays back the Karen ashru Khamash and a Karbal Asham. But Katani Miya betoming Tainus Ganav the Mishalun Tashul Kefel. Abu Betoming Tainas Avad, lo Mishalim Tashlum Kefel. The point of this price what we just derived from this Mishnah rather, it's a Mishnah later than the Sakha, is that when a, a Shomer is Toming Tainas Ganav, he pays kfl but when the showman is telling totally tightness Avad, he does not pay kefel so uh the di- another thing di- that we learned from the mishnah is that and even if you're talking about it when do you pay kefel only if you took a false shavuah claiming that it was stolen from you aval shalom but if you never took a false shavuah claiming that it was stolen from you you just said it was stolen from you and then it turned out you were lying you're not going to pay kefel so how do i know both of these dinams so again we just said two dinim. Number one, that if you're towing tainus avad, you're never going to pay kephel. And number two, that even if you're towing tainus ganav, but you didn't take a shavua to it, you're also not going to pay kephel. So says Mar Tan Rabbanan. The Brisa elaborates how I know these dinim. The pasuk says Im and the next words in the pasuk are yishalim shnayim. You yi pay kefil. So but tainus ganav, custom and that. Pasuk is talking about a shomer that's towing tainus ganav on a bikadon, and it turns out that he himself stole it. When it says mi ish it means that uh, when the Shomer says that uh, that it was Nignav from his own house, but the Edom are that he himself had stole it, then Im Yemotzey ganav, he's the one that turns out to be the Ganav, then Yishalim Shnaim, Ganav, O'enuel How do you know that that's about toying Tainas Ganav? Maybe it's just about a guy who stole something. How do you know it's about a guy who was a Shomer, claimed it was stolen, and it turns out he's one, of, maybe it's just a guy who went and stole something. So Kishu Homer, Im Lo when the pasuk says "im lo yimatzay and over there it's talking about a toying tiny's ganav, so it turns out that uh, he himself was the ganav. So uh, you see, so it's milame that the previous pasuk also was talking about a toying tiny's ganav for custom midaber. Talking about a toying tiny's ganav, tiny idach, and we have another b'risa that uh, disagrees and says "im yimatzay aganav," but ganav atzma a custom midaber. From "im yimatzay aganav," you shall in mishnah. You might see that uh, that uh, the ganav himself. <laughs> Pace K fell is it talking about only the Ganav himself or in all the Toyin Tainas Ganav? Maybe even in the case of a Shomer who's Toyin Tainas Ganav, he pays KFL. No, Shomer, im lo a Ganav or a Toyin Tainas Ganav Amur. Im lo yimatzei a Ganav in the next POSUK is about a Toyin Tainas Ganav. Haman ima kayim im yimatzei a Ganav be Ganav Im yimatzei a Ganav must be about a regular Ganav. But to Kuli al everyone seems to agree. Im lo yimatzei a Ganav but Toyin The second of the two POSUKIM that says im lo say a Ghanav, that's about toying ganav. The whole question was about the prior pasuk. Whether that was about ganav or toying tiny's ganav. My mashma. But how do you know from the words imlo you ganav that we're talking about a shomer who is toying tiny's ganav? So Rava. Rava says because we explain the pasuk as follows imlo Matsei kemasha ella shuatz ganav means if what he said turns out to be false rather he's the one that is the ganav so you shalim shaim then you pay kefel so that's that those words Fit a toin but if it's just a ganavatsmo, he never said anything. So what do you mean, You must say that if we don't find what he said to be true, a ganavatsmo never said anything. He just went and he stole something. So that's how I know that that pasuk is about a toin tainus So we've already explained the the the, the, the marker for the first din, right? We said that when you're towing taines ganav, you pay kevvel. How do I know it from the phrase imlo yimotzei aganav? When it says imlo yimotzei so Yishalim sh- yi shnayim imlo yimotzei aganav means a towing tainus ganav. So now I know a towing taines ganav uh, pays kevvel. Now we go to the second thing that we learned from the brayso uminolam de b'shevua. How do I know that a towing Tainas ganav is only going to pay kevvel if he took a shavua to that effect? The tanya, because we have a brayso as follows: vinikrov v'balabayis el ha elohim uh, that uh, that they go to. To the to the Bay's din, so it means that the shomer who is the Balabayis, uh goes in front of dayanim to take a shavua that the Bikadin was stolen from him, and therefore he's pottered. So how do I know the pasuk means that atomer leshavua the din? How do I know that going in front of judges means that you are taking a shvua necessarily? Maybe it just means you are going to a din torah. Well, nemar yad in the parsha that follows that talks about a shomer sachar It says uh, imlo and in the Parshabat Shomr Chinam it says, So we make it, because they are Just like by Shomer Sachar, it's Mephura, it says Shavuas Hashem, Avkan to Shavuah so too by the Shomer Chinam, when it says uh, the Lashon of Shlichus Yad it must mean that you're going to Dayanim for a Shavua so the Gemara now goes back to the Machlokas and Braisos that we had said previously it, it is the Pasuk of Im Yemotzei HaGanov Yeshalim Shnaim talking about a Torah in Ganav or is it talking about the Ganav himself a regular Ganav so Bishlam chad chad I understand very well if you say well two Psukim, one of them is talking about a regular Ganav and one is talking about a Torah Tainas Ganav and the Siv that would explain the need for two psukim. That you pay kefel if you're a ganav, and you pay kefel if you're a towing tinus ganav. But according to the price that learned both of those psukim are about a towing tainas ganav, why do I need two psukim to tell me that a towing tinus ganav pays kefel? One of them is there to tell me that a uh, towing tinus ganav pays kefel, and the other one is there to tell me only a towing tinus ganav pays kfell, but if you're towing tinus avad, you don't pay kfl Says, okay, so then what is the other sheet to do? If you hold that one of these psukim is about a ganav atzmo and one is about a towing tinus ganav, so I don't have any extra pasuk, how do I know that if you're towing tinus avad, you don't pay kfl So says, Haganov it's the extra hey uh, in the word Haganov immediately <inaudible> Ganov ha my maidoreshle And what is the other sheet? The darshan from the letter He. Right? Uh, now that letter H is extra. Salman he'll tell you, I'll tell you what the darshan from the letter H. He. he uses the letter Hey for the same drasha that Rav Yohanan uses it for. If you're towing ta'inaz Ganav on a pikodon that you had, and it turns out you were lying, and you're the one that stole it, you pay keifel, and if that Shomer was Tava then he's going to pay Dal That we learned from the extra letter hey in the word Ha that the torah is coming to be Marba, that it has a full din of a regular ganav that just like a regular Ganav would pay Dallin so too this guy pays Dallin Vey. And if you hold that one of the pesukim is about a ganav and the other one is about a toin tainis ganav, the high ganav hag ganav and the letter hey is already being used to teach me that if you're toin tainis oven, you don't pay keifel. So how does he know you chayev dalid Vahey? You don't have an extra letter hey to teach me this. So how do I know you chayev if the shomer goes in shechts it? because it's a hekesh ve'in Mashivin ala and the rule is that once you have a heckish, even though there is what to argue, there is what to, uh, to to take issue with the Hekish you, uh, you don't, you don't, know, we, we don't, we don't uh, ask any questions on on a Hekish Meaning, we derive the din of from the fact that the Torah links or juxtaposes the din of a ganav to the din of a tainus ganav, and therefore I say, oh, just like a ganav is subject to dalid a a tainus ganav is subject to to dalid Now uh, the, the, uh, the 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 the. What One could have argued, but what do you mean? A Ganav and a Toin is Ganav don't have all the same dinim. A Ganav pays careful even without a Shavua. A Toin kind Ganav only pays careful with a Shavua. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's a Hekish. A Hekish doesn't have to, doesn't have to be that it's a perfect match. Yeah, ain't Meshiv in all a Hekish. Rashi writes in Masakus Menachos that since a person cannot be done Hekish me'atzmah al- 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 a Hekish doesn't have to be logical. It's not a logical limut and therefore you can't ask on it from something that's illogical. Beis Yosef writes in Ali Olam that the reason is because anytime there's a hakish it's as if it's mefurash bitorah. So you can't start asking with logic against that which is Mifurash Bitora. Okay, but tomorrow we'll pick up with Bishlam alamandiyamar right in the middle of a suggah but there's no good stopping point over here.